2: where we report on the works of God all over the world as relates to the end-time word.
1: You people, I think you have something to tell me, and I am here to listen, I'm here to listen, to hear what you're going to tell me. And we asked him, why did you say so? What made you, or what triggered you to say so? He said, I just felt in my spirit that you have something for me.
2: Welcome, folks, and here we are back again with another Believers Faith Challenge Podcast. Mark Aho here with Brother Tim Dodd, and today we have an interview with Brother Moses and Gita, and we're going to be talking about one of our favorite little stories: the uh, the church and the revival and the situation that is going on in Ethiopia. Welcome, Brother Tim.
0: Thank you, Brother Mark. It is indeed a favorite story, right from its beginnings in around 2013, how the Lord has moved supernaturally in the country of Ethiopia. And we heard from Brother Basabozi last podcast, and we're happy to hear from Brother Mogus, one of the first converts in Ethiopia, is here to share his story. He's now the pastor in Addis Ababa, and uh, we are just so thankful for the life of Brother Mogus, his testimony his fervent love for the Word of God and all things about the kingdom of God. Welcome, Brother Mogus. It's good to have you with us. Shalom
1: to you, Brother Tim. God bless you too. It's my pleasure as well talking to you on this platform. Sorry for my late reply. I had a little inconvenience with my internet connection, but I think it's back now. Yes, I'm back in Addis Ababa. Last Sunday I ministered and also had one person got baptized, and we are happy here, all of us. By the grace of God, we are doing well.
0: I know, Brother Mogus, you just returned back to Addis Ababa from a trip through the south in places like Awasa, Shoni, Soto, and other places where people have believed the message of the hour, and uh, we'll talk more about that. But first, let me say uh, congratulations, and we're happy for you In your recent ordination and placing you in the position of pastor in the church there in Addis Ababa.
1: It's true that myself and Brother Asagid were in the south, where we have witnessed the Lord doing marvelous and mighty things there. Five people believed the message of the hour and got baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And also, as you've said, the church is now officially established in Awasa where on the first day, myself, uh, spoke and Brother Asegir also greeted the church. Right now, Brother Tim and two more brothers are taking the responsibility of coordinating the fellowship while we will also be uh, traveling as many times as we could to help and strengthen the fellowship there.
0: First, let's start in the city of Hawassa, which is uh, about four hours by road south of Addis Ababa. And uh, a work has started there for the past several years. Brother Basabozzi has done a lot of work there. And now a group has sprung up under the leadership of Brother Timothy, who used to be a deacon in Addis Ababa, but now is leading the work in Hawassa. Brother Mogus, I understand that you were just there and were ministered to the group in their first meeting there in their new location. How is the group doing there in Hawassa?
1: well the mission in awasa is as old as the church in addis ababa i think i'm the first person also to be baptized in awasa lake in 2015 while also brother buzz was here in ethiopia we've been having several several mission trips to the area even before brother Tim relocated to the region if you remember you've also been to awasa twice and you've met uh some of the believers that have believed uh, previously in the area but uh, since brother team relocated to the region uh in two years ago uh the work was uh, given more emphasis and more believers uh continued to join uh the, f- the fellowship and especially the trip that brother buzz and brother ephraim and uh Asagir took to the area recently was more fruitful than ever. I think 16 people were baptized once, and that triggered the uh, beginning of a fellowship in that area. Uh, Since then, brother uh, Tim and two two more brothers who are with him took the burden upon themselves to look for a suitable place for a fellowship because they have been having fellowships in their own homes. But now the home is no longer enough for them and they needed to look for a better place for a fellowship and by the grace of God they have, they have come across a nice and nice suitable and uh, good area for a fellowship and they, they, they rented it and, and built a temporary shelter and it happened that, uh, that the day when the fellowship was beginning myself and Brother Asegid uh, also we were there And the first day of the service, myself ministered, and Brother Asagid also did his part. And we had a very, very nice uh, 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 service on that day. While we were there, I think two two more people heard the message for the first time. And uh, we dealt with them, and they also got baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Right now, uh, the church and the fellowship is doing well. And brother uh, team and two more brothers are uh, taking the responsibility to uh, coordinate the fellowship and they're having services in every uh, Thursday and Sunday. And we've noticed that the work that the Lord began is continuing and it's surely that it's the Lord who began it by the grace of God.
0: While you were there, you had a unique experience of... Uh sitting down and talking to a preacher that was preaching on the street there in Hawassa and uh, shedding some light for him, some light of the message of the hour. And the man had his eyes opened by the Lord and you baptized him there in Hawassa. Why don't you share that with us?
1: You know, it's amazing sometimes how the Lord does things. As usual on the second day of our stay in Hawassa, Myself and brother Asegate agreed that we should walk on the street for evangelism. We have carried on our hands evasion church age and Laodicean church age tracks and as we are walking on the main street we came across a roundabout where a man was standing there and preaching uh, mightily and he was saying repent and come to the Lord and the coming of the Lord is at hand and we stood by nearby him and kept listening to him what he's saying not knowing that he's going to speak to us and a few minutes later he said you people i think you have something to tell me and i am here to listen i'm here to listen to hear what you're going to tell me and we asked him why did you say so what made you or what triggered you to say so he said i just felt in my spirit that you have something for me so we said okay if you feel so we can have some time but for now continue preaching or do continue doing your business so later later we can have some time to sit and discuss so he we kept listening to him as he continued preaching and people are passing by and some of them listening to him and we also began to give the track that we had in our hands and after some after some minutes he, he stopped speaking and he came to us and we agreed that we should we should walk where we can find a little place to sit and as usual we sat there with him and we began to expand. Uh, the light of the message with him, and uh, as you could uh, notice, the man was uh, a bit mature in the um, in the scriptures. It, it kind of made us remember uh, a man called uh, uh, Apollos. I think in the book of uh, uh, Acts, chapter 18, from the verses 24, I think there was a man named there uh, was a man named Apollos that uh, was. Uh, eloquent man and also <laughs> uh and and mighty in the scriptures who came to Ephesus and and I think uh uh Achille and Prichilla, uh took him to to themselves and and <clears throat> took him the him to themselves and and expounded him the way of God more perfectly. And this guy you could see that he's been, he knows the mess he knows the scriptures, he knows um uh the scriptures here and there, but, you know, unless the lord uh reveals the secrets of the message we are just uh knowing the scriptures does not take us anywhere so uh the man really uh kept listening to us we began to expound uh, the message and how especially how we are uh we are promised in this last day that um uh, that Elijah shall surely come and restore all things uh restoration we spoke about restorations and and how you know God established his church on the day of Pentecost and since then the spirit of Nicolaitanism and uh, Balaamism and Jezebel spirit has been also uh, planted in the church until this uh, age. And we kind of uh, dealt with him uh, roughly uh, about the seven church ages and how these two spirits uh, uh, went forth and and how we are now at the end time. and, And God does not do anything major unless he wants his people. And just like the days of Noah, and this time now God is coming for the second time time and before he comes for this second time uh, as usual he sends uh, his messenger uh, to uh, 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 to restore and and this time we we were uh, we were uh, promised that uh, Elijah would come and restore all things there must be something which has been perverted and what are these perverted things and we began expanding the many things that has been perverted and uh uh, about godhead about uh you know many things modesty and uh about him in the name of jesus christ and women ministry and um many made the serpent seed and we kind of really the time we began talking to him was like 10 am in the morning we ended up uh uh, finalizing with him at 1 pm so i think we kind of had like more than three or four hours with him and um mostly uh used to believe that uh baptism doesn't uh, bring any salvation he didn't wish to really believe in that and uh, we really uh, dealt with him about that it's one of the things that has been restored in our age and just like a uh, sin came in, in in uh through blood and it has to go through a uh, blood sacrifice and and god just like jesus like you would say to to that that man nicodemus who came to him at night unless he's is uh, born of the water and spirit he cannot inherit the kingdom of god so when he uh, Jesus, before he left, he told them the disciples that he that they should uh, go and preach the gospel and baptize in the name of the Lord, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And what was that name? And in in the book of Acts, that were promised, we are told that uh, believers and saints have been baptized in the in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Here it says many denominations would have many things to say, and how uh how the 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 prophet of the age would reveal these names the name of the son the father the son and holy spirit is when you know before he left the the scene jesus told them before you receive that power that they should go they they shouldn't do anything that they should wait upon uh, on the on the or the upper room uh when that power comes is when uh, it reveals to them the all all the truth that he told them and once that holy spirit or that spirit came upon the disciples they received that power and they got the boldness and they came out and uh peter began just like he said in the book of acts chapter 2 uh, began to preach and he said that um <coughs> that the, this same jesus that you baptized god has made him both lord and christ and and that that was the revelation of the fullness of god godhead bodily in jesus you know the name of the father was uh, the lord and the name of the son was um, <coughs> Jesus and the name of the Holy Ghost was Christ and when and all the disciples uh, and the people that have been baptized in chapter 2 and um, uh, chapter 8 and chapter 10 as well in chapter 19 throughout the, uh, the, the Bible, uh, people all the people have been baptized in this name, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and uh, we really mainly dealt about this and the guy could, you could see that um, really, I was catching the concept of and the need of being baptized. And oh, he said he, he repented to himself. In fact, he said, "Oh, I have been preaching about baptism, and I was always uh, focusing about being filled with the Holy Spirit." And he, he really said that I, I want you to take me wherever you want me. You want me to go? I am ready. And um, uh, we immediately organized. Um, uh, we called the brothers there. We a, the good thing is in the south, there are lakes that, that are ready there and be used by anyone and we we traveled there, we, we took him there and he was very, very happy, his name is Elijah and um, we spoke about this with the five coming of Elijah with him, he's very, very happy and uh, he's, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's a person whom can, who can really be a good instrument in the spread of this message once he clearly and deeply understands this message. A while after he was baptized, we uh, connected him with the rest of the brothers there, and we <coughs> uh, he was happy, and we uh, showed him the place of fellowship. In fact, he said he has some groups that he wants us to go when we come back another time. Uh, meanwhile, he, we've given him the tracks and some books that he's uh, willing to read, and he's happy, and um, <coughs> I think that man really, really made us uh, feel uh, happy in our spirit because he's a person whom, who is ready uh, to understand, to receive what the scriptures or the Bible would say. Unlike other people, uh, they would say, I know this, I know that, but they will never act upon it. And uh, that man was uh, a nice man and uh, he believed and got baptized in that same day in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And um, it was nice and we rejoiced in that and pray for him. His name is Brother Elijah, he's, uh, he's, he's not, he's, he's not uh, such young, he's, he's a middle-aged like us. So uh, that was uh, the testimony about him.
0: Now I know the city of Hawassa is a religious center in Ethiopia there, and uh, I think that the Rastafarians count that as the center of their faith, if we can call it that and uh, also uh, many groups look to Hawassa as being a spiritual place. Could you just maybe give us a little background on how Ethiopians view the city of Hawassa?
1: Well, before I talk about Hawassa,
0: I think let me explain
1: a bit about the south region generally. As you may notice, Ethiopia has nine regions out of which the south region is one and being the capital or the main city uh, when it comes to religious activities generally in Ethiopia Orthodox denomination takes the major place in terms of a coverage and also I think it is told in the history when gospel missionaries came to Ethiopia first Southern and western parts of the country is where they settled as they could not penetrate to other parts of the country as a result of political and religious hindrances. So since then, the southern region continued being the center of all protestant denominations, while I think orthodox religion also continued expanding to the area from the northern and the central part of the country. Uh, Therefore, Awasa being the main city in the south, you may find relatively all denominations bedding there <clears throat> and i think spiritual freedom is also fine compared to other parts of the country so the question you raised that how could ethiopians view awaza is that many ethiopians view awaza as a center of all denominations and uh, a renowned place in terms of beauty as well. (laughs) So you also mentioned something about Rastafarians. Rastafarians are not basically in Awasa. They are based in a smaller town called Shashamane before Awasa. And uh, if you remember, I was also born and raised uh, in that area, not specifically in Shashamane, but from the same area. Rastafarians believe in Haile Selassie who used to be uh, a leader of Ethiopia in the old ages and it is told in the history when he dropped in Jamaica the first day he arrived in Jamaica is when they received rain from uh, from heaven or from God so they continued uh, believing in him they they even came and they were given a place in uh, Shashamane they settled there The uh, you know they they continue being there and uh, continuing uh, their activity of religion and even they reside there and even I think they married to the people there and they still have that belief and you know, they're also known for that um, that thing that they smoke, you know, that smoke is, uh, is a sacrifice to the God that they believe in and so um, therefore Awasa is not their center, Awasa is rather a center of all other denominations uh, we can Say the head of denominations in Ethiopia is Awasa. All churches, all denominational churches based there in Awasa. Therefore, that's why you could even find some people having freedom of preaching on the streets. And um, (coughs) uh, that's the basis we even found the brother we are talking about uh, in that area's preaching. So uh, I think, even for the message of the hour, the areas a bit liberal for us to penetrate. That's why we've been severally going to the area and we've been fruitful in terms of spreading the message.
0: Now, after Hawassa, you, I think, went from there onto Shoni and other places, Sodo, I think. And uh, there is believers in those areas that have been uh, walking in the light for a little while and uh, based on outreach work that's been done there in previous years, uh, why don't you share with us how your trip went into that region?
1: Well, after we spent uh, in Awasa for two days uh, on Wednesday and Thursday, uh, the day, Thursday was uh, most successful there. We had the time, the daytime with the brother that we baptized and also in the evening they had uh, uh, they had uh, a evening uh, uh, fellowship and I was the one ministering there. We encouraged the believers and we had some good time together with them. And the next day on Friday, we, myself and brother Asegate proceeded to uh, Shone and Sodoa where we have believers, as you said. These believers, as you said, are the fruits of our mission trips uh, from, uh, I think, from 2018. Uh, if you recall the recent words in our church here, uh, Bro Barnabas and Sister Garnet are from Sodo, and uh, one of the groom's men was another man called uh, Groom, whom we met and shared the message with him in our previous trips uh, to the area with Bro Girma and Brother Paul of Kenya, and uh, uh, then was when this man Groom believed and. Uh, he really appreciated the message and uh, it was he used to have many, many questions in himself and, and uh, that he could not get the answers but he, he mentioned that it was God who sent us uh, to him to answer all these uh, questions for him, especially on operational ways and also and how to be baptized in the fullness of the name of Jesus Christ and that was always his questions and uh, well, that time was when he' fully uh, believed, uh, meaning, meaning understood, and myself, brother Girmay, and Paul really dealt with him, and the man was left uh, on his own to wait upon God's time to decide. But uh, this time, when uh, myself and bro Asaget reached there, he was very, very happy to receive us, and and I was ready and happy. Uh, to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. When we when we had some time to sit with him and review what we have spoken to him in the previous times, he said that I'm already full and uh, I am no longer having questions. I'm surrendered and I'm ready wherever you want to take me and to be baptized in me. And uh, uh, when he said so, we immediately, in fact, it was really raining and a heavy rain that day and we, we were run on myself and brother Assegid and him and another brother, that's why you remember him, the father of eight, We and there was another man also that we we carried to a lake where we could find and it was really raining and when uh, we reached there and the brother was uh, baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and we were really happy for him because that man is not just uh, any other kind of man, he's um, a bit uh, educated and he's uh, He's uh, a health officer. He looks to be a mature person and uh, we were really, really happy for him. And his name is Groom and I want, I need you to uh, maybe remember him in prayer. We
0: will certainly remember this brother in prayer, Brother Groom. And uh, I'm sure our listeners will also be remembering him in prayer. It's really wonderful to see that you're back in Addis Ababa. I know Brother Oseged was on the field with you. He's the main translator in the Amharic language. And uh, uh, we're happy for what the Lord is doing in the country. And of course, the bride, one of the things the bride needs is the message of the hour. I see there are now 86 Amharic translations on the message hub, and that's wonderful. That will certainly go a long ways towards benefiting the bride there. There's also translations in Tigrinya and in Afanaromo, and so we just are continually praying that the Lord will bless the translators as you take the message of the hour and translate it into the language of the people there in Ethiopia.
1: As you know, and part of it, Brother Tim, the church in Addis Ababa has been serving as a lighthouse to all outreach, books printed printed materials has been distributed from here Uh, in fact I need to take this opportunity to appreciate Cloverdale Bible Way Church the ministers there the saints and all the saints who have taken the burden upon themselves uh, to support and strengthen the work in Ethiopia Uh, it has been really uh, because of you that this message was able to uh penetrate this country and is still being uh, penetrating and being spread all over the country and uh, the church has been established in Addis ababa and there's another church which is already being established in awasa it's really because of you brothers may the lord uh, continue blessing you and keep and sustain you that is our prayer prayer and we really thank you and appreciate you and um uh, <clears throat> uh right now as uh, myself as a pastor uh i trust in the ministry and uh, effort of brother assegid bro ephraim uh, bro Gurmai, and the rest uh these brothers have been immersed in the message for the past five years and they are getting more mature from time to time uh just like the prophet would say uh being convinced then concerned this is exactly what is being uh happening on these brothers in all of us uh they since they believed the message they could not just left it believing but they they took uh mostly the burden upon themselves some of them to be translators some of them to be ministers in different capacities in the church and uh, really bro i mostly being the major and man translator of Amharic language, Uh, as you said, we've been, we traveled to the south together. We had some good time of discussion, even with the brothers who are in Awasa, uh, coordinating the work there. We discussed and we agreed that we should uh, have a regular schedule to travel from here and strengthen the church there and also for outreach, not only in Awasa, but also to the other regions where we we were able to reach before and we are also planning uh, to go to another place where uh, we are, are planning in the same area but we have never been there if you recall there is a brother named frail who just believed a few months ago and he was uh, uh, telling us the need of us going to his home area that is that, that place is called um uh borena the place is uh far like i think 3 or 350 kilometers uh away from awasa it's to towards the border of kenya so uh, really the message is really being um spread uh so fastly than uh, than ever so uh, it is one by one getting uh through one to another one so i think the technique that the lord is giving us is has been wonderful and it's fruitful so we are approaching that way and um uh finally uh, when uh on before we came back to Addis Ababa uh that last Sunday we were able to gather all the believers. Uh we we organized the transport for them, the ones in in Sodo and the ones in Shone. If you remember the brother in Shone already dedicated his house for a fellowship, and we've viewed and we saw that he's working on it. And uh, you remember we've uh, we've uh, helped somehow to to make some doors and there and he's doing really doing well, and uh, maybe probably in the next one month we are going to go back and we officially uh, begin the fellowship at his home. So we also brought that brother to Awasa and the people in Sodo, and also others the ones we baptized we gathered them in this new church in Awasa. So on Sunday. Um, it was like all of us we spoke, although I mainly speak, uh, although I mainly spoke uh, and preached, and uh, saying that uh, uh, from the beginning, uh, God knows the end. That was my subject, and um, uh, all the believers, uh, especially the ones who have been mature in the message. The sister from sodo she gave a testimony how the Lord really raised her, from just like denominations would say that from zero to hero. And, um, um, and the brother, the husband also said, he gave a testimony to the new ones. And brother uh, Tesfa uh, from Shone also, he spoke when you receive uh, the the, um, the Elijah spirit, you know, when Elijah comes in the house, nothing remains in pity. And he really spoke and gave a wonderful and uh, uh, amazing testimony. And the people that are there were really encouraged and felt the strength and in fact, we also have now ahead of time. We have a plan of bringing all all the saints, all the believers in the country, uh, to have like a convention, maybe a weekend challenge in Awasa. We have uh, spoken and discussed with brothers there, brother Dick, uh, brother Tim, and others. We are planning and working towards that. Maybe towards September, or I don't know when exact time that would be. And we are going to have like a convention there. We are going to plan. Uh, from here, we, we, we travel there and we also bring the ones in the far, uh, 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 the southern part, meaning the ones in southern Shone, we are going to uh, plan and organize an a convention. And that is, I think, one of our major plans uh, in any future. And uh, that trip generally was very, very fruitful and amazing. And it really gave me strength also to proceed and also... Uh, to immerse myself from time to time in this uh, message of the hour. Um, It's really uh, amazing how the Lord does, and people are adding from time to time. We're increasing, and the Lord is really uh, showing mercy on us. And we want to really, once again, appreciate your offers, Brother Tim. uh, Brother Eddie B. and the elders there, Uh, you have been um, the solely uh, burden bearer in terms of financial support in the country of Ethiopia. I don't think it goes before the eyes of the Lord and remembered, And I think this message in this country has been a deep-rooted. I do not believe that someone can plug it out.
0: Well, that certainly is wonderful, Brother Mogus, and thank you so much for spending the time with us. Um, one of the things that we're so glad about is the translation work that is going on and the printing that is happening right now in the country of uh, Uganda, in the shipping of books into Ethiopia. Uh, we trust that it is a great blessing there.
1: Thank you and the Lord bless you too Brother Tim. We also appreciate for your effort and burden towards uh, the increase and in, uh, uh, spread of the message in the country of Ethiopia. There is a still a need of uh, printings and publications of the message books. Uh, uh, I know we are working towards that with Brother Buzz in Uganda and... Um, We are also planning to have more mission trips as the Lord would allow us and pray for us continually as we also do that. And God bless you and shalom.
0: Amen. I believe that with you, Brother Mogus. And we're so thrilled to see uh, the translation work and especially the souls that are coming in through the witnessing of the believers in the many different areas of the country. And so we certainly are thankful that you're with us and Uh, that God is using you mightily over there.
2: Well, Brother Tim, it seems every time we talk about Ethiopia, we just see more progress in every area, uh, in the revival and people getting saved, in the translation work and and the building. And there's just many fronts that we are keeping on top of. And uh, we appreciate Brother Mogus keeping in touch with us to let the people know what God is doing in that part of the world.
0: There's so many things, Brother Mark, that we could comment on, um, Brother Mogus's report. And, uh, you know, the country of Ethiopia is such a phenomenal and sovereign work. There's so many things that could be said. It's uh, not huge numbers like we're seeing in the country of Uganda. But God is sovereignly leading these brothers and supernaturally opening doors in the country in many different areas, and we want to remember them in prayer, especially the believers who have believed in the northern part of the country, where right now there is a uh, very much a war-torn situation up in the Tigrinya area. Remember them in prayer. We haven't actually heard from them for some time now, and we certainly pray that God will watch over and we know that the lord will watch over each and every one of the elect of that he has chosen and and written their names on the lamb's book of life before the foundation of the world the lord has begun a good work and the lord will see it through to its completion so god bless you brother mark and god bless you each one of our listeners thank you for being here. thank you for joining us on the podcast today remember friends The bridegroom will not come until the bride has made herself ready. She must be both called and fully dressed by the Word of God.
2: This is the Believer's Faith Challenge Report podcast. You can sign up for our email newsletter at BibleWay.org. Scroll to the bottom of the page where it says Newsletter. Fill in your name and email address and click Sign Up. In this email report, you will receive reports of the works of God in China, in Africa, in South America, in India, Europe, all over the world. We also publish a full-color paper newsletter two times a year, complete with photographs, reports, and testimonies from all over the world. The newsletter is free. Just request it, and we would be happy to mail a copy to you. You can contact us by email at info at bible-believers.org. That's info at bible-believers.org. Or you can write to us at Bible Believers, P.O. Box 128, Blaine, Washington 98231. That's Bible Believers, P.O. Box 128, Blaine, Washington 98231 This is Mark Aho Thank you for being with us today and be sure to join us for the next Believers Faith Challenge Report Podcast